Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat and the USDA December data dumps weighing on prices, EU wheat exports are picking up, and we'll talk about production prospects for 24-25. Last week's USDA report was perceived as negative for grains and oilseeds, with the only positive being a reduction in US winter wheat plantings, which were well below trade expectations. The biggest surprise in the USDA report was an increase in their maize yield to a new record, despite what was reportedly their second worst drought on record. Chinese maize production was increased by 12 million metric tonnes in line with the official Chinese, whilst only reducing Brazilian maize production by 2 million tonnes, which is still above many trade estimates. Much will depend on the planting progress of their important Brazilian safrina maize crop, which makes up 75% of overall production, which is only now getting underway. Russian and Ukrainian wheat production was raised by 1 million metric tonnes, a piece which was added to their exports, whilst EU wheat imports were raised 2.5 million tonnes, exports lowered a million and feed usage up 1 million tonnes, resulting in a 2.5 million tonnes increase in EU ending stocks. The Russian wheat export pace has slowed due to a combination of bad weather and logistics, with prices rising from their lows. Recent weakness in EU prices has seen prices converge with the Black Sea. EU exports have picked up the pace, with the weekly data showing 1.05 was shipped, which is now only a 7% reduction on last year, which is still too low when compared to port data. The current shipping lineup in France is growing, with vessels waiting to load to China, Algeria and Morocco. Another round of import tenders this week by Algeria, Egypt, Tunisia, Jordan and Bangladesh, amongst others, would suggest that current low prices are seen as good value, with the EU share of optional origin sales on the increase now that it's price competitive. Interestingly, there were no Romanian or Bulgarian offers to Egypt at this week's tender. French wheat was the cheapest offered to Egypt on both an FOB and CIF basis, but for only one cargo with Russia selling the balance at Putin's floor price of $265 FOB. All sales were basis 270 days payment. Farm ministers of five EU countries bordering western Ukraine are responding to farmer protests by requesting that the EU impose import tariffs on Ukrainian goods, which are depressing their local prices. German farmers are also in combative mood, protesting the government's plan to remove fuel supports, bringing many major cities to a standstill. The ongoing war in Ukraine and the escalating tensions in the Middle East will ensure that price movements remain volatile. Shipping restrictions in the Red Sea and the Suez Canal will also impact on trade flows. The market's attention will now turn to production prospects for 2024-25. The AHDB reported UK winter wheat planting intentions down 3%, although the reality may be something quite different, with many talking a 15-20% to reduction and some comparing it to 2020-21 when the UK produced only 9.658 million tonnes. The UK market is already reflecting reduced new crop availability, with the May-November 24 spread widening to £14 and moving inexorably towards import parity. 
German and French wheat plantings are 11 and 7% down respectively, while Spain is experiencing another extended dry period, as is most of North Africa. Russian production is expected little changed, whilst Ukraine is expected to be lower. India is hoping for a bigger crop to stave off potential wheat imports and no doubt Chinese production will produce another record regardless of their growing conditions. As the saying goes, ignore what China say, watch what they do. On to malting barley in this week's headlines. The UK surplus number is up for debate. New crop area looks big and there's sluggish old crop demand. The UK, in theory, has a surplus to export of malting barley. Whether the surplus is in merchant or co-op stores, we will not know until it's too late. What is evident, however, is that the origination of barley is incredibly slow. In sympathy, domestic and export bids are few and far between, with rumours of EU traders looking to wash out cargoes they have on their books. Whether these are first-hand originators or hedges is unknown. As highlighted by the recent UK inflation figures, alcohol prices are rising, which cannot be good for demand. It's unlikely that maltsters will carry out more than they have to into new crop, given price spreads and the poor quality of this year's crop. The domestic area intended to be planted with spring barley looks to be large against previous years. Given the weather scenario, it's understandable. The UK will have a surplus to ship, but the big question is how much? Debates around selection rates will rage on for months yet. One thing we do know is that the maltster is in no rush to buy. This could change quickly if we saw the return of inclement weather continuing into February. Spring barley will also have to compete with SFI schemes, which are dominating growers' thoughts as BPS payments are tapered out. New crop premiums remain attractive over feed barley, which still struggles to find demand as the UK will be an exporter of and an importer of wheat, leading to an increased discount. Oilseed Rapes headlines for the week, the USDA figures, South American weather and the global economic picture. Having hit recent lows on Matif at 418.50 for the February contract, the rapeseed market has tried to find its feet and rallied back up to 430. Having been in a narrow trading range all through October to the end of December, the wetter weather in South America may have just knocked the market down into a new range from 420 to 430. The recent USDA report surprisingly put world soybean production higher at 398.98 million metric tonnes, up marginally from the December estimate. An anticipated decline in the Brazilian crop was recognised. However, this was offset by increases elsewhere, such as the US and Argentina. With demand largely unchanged, it meant the world soybean S&D is left with a slightly larger carryout, which was not necessarily expected going into the report. Markets are still being driven by South American weather patterns and the potential effects of the soybean crops. There are currently varying reports of crop conditions, with the USDA predicting a Brazilian crop of 157 million tonnes, but a recent farmer survey putting the crop at a significantly reduced 135 million tonnes, but as yet the market appears to believe the former. Elsewhere, oil remains supported, trading at around $78 a barrel, well above December's $72 low. Disruption in the Red Sea and the various conflicts around the world continue to add uncertainty, whilst the global economic picture is the balancing argument and the battle with inflation continues.
Finally, the grain and oilseed price indicators starting with feed wheat for February at 170 to 180, May 175 to 185, feed barley for February 150 to 160, May 155 to 165, oilseed rape for February at 346 and May 347. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.